don't know about you, but don't you find like there's just this pressure to be like overly sexualized? So it's like if you post like a normal photo just of your face, a couple of likes here and there, yeah, a couple, couple of comments, likes. you look do, nice. Do one of your body and whoa, <laughs> whoa. five hundred DMs. <laughs> wow. So do I really need to now post my tits and my ass just to get like some sort of like interest in my presenting? Like. Doesn't that just sound so backwards? Yeah. <laughs> this is the Lost in London podcast. I'm Naomi J. This is Nana. And today's topic, we're going to be discussing everything about being a female in the industry. Being a girl is amazing, but it's also extremely hard, especially yeah. in the industry. There's so many different components that come into it yeah. that males don't really experience. Oh, 100%. Like, when, you know, considering to go into this industry, did being a woman stop you from maybe doing certain things? There's been so many opportunities that I could have had, but I was expected to do things and I didn't want to do it. So I was yeah. like, I'm not going to do it. And it's that horrible feeling of, oh, did I miss out? I had this great opportunity to go to a festival and do backstage interviews. Yeah. However, the person in charge, they were like, you'd have to stay in a hotel with them. And to be honest, that's like in general, that's just not right. Like it's not okay. Oh but it just God. it's just shocking because if I was a male, he would have never said that. Yeah. He would have never even suggested it. So it's like because you're a girl, you assume that, you yeah. know, whatever, she wants to get into the industry, so she'll do whatever. And it's like, no. It's like I'm not gonna now like sell my soul just to like, yeah. you know, have an opportunity. No, I I understand. I feel like it's hard finding that fine line between knowing if someone's nice or if they are trying to take advantage. Oh my gosh, that is literally a daily struggle. <sighs> when you'll get someone who's in the industry that messages you, like, we've got this opportunity. Yeah. I always have to double guess it. I'm like, wait, are, do they actually have yeah. an opportunity for me or are they just trying to get in my pants? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, but honestly, let's though, keep it 100. Like, yeah. Let's keep it real. Like. It's so true because it's like, at the same time, you want to progress in your career, but then it's like, oh, if I now want to progress in my career, I'm going to have to, like, sabotage my reputation or put myself in danger or put myself in, like, situations that's going to be extremely, extremely uncomfortable. And I think it's just finding, like, a balance. And, for example, like, reality shows, like oh Love gosh. Island, Geordie Shore, obviously everyone does the same thing on the shows, but mm -hmm. guys are looked up as lads and they're looked as yes. cool. But for a girl, everyone judges them and they're like, yes. oh, no, they went on that show and they did this. When mm -hmm. they did exactly the same as a male. So true. However, they're seen differently. Yeah, like, if we take Megan from this year's um, Love Island, just, you know, was quite open about her sex life and things like that, and so were the guys. But you'd go on Twitter and everyone's, like, slaying her and, like, oh, my God, how could she do this? How could she do that? But... It does take two to tango at the end of the day. Exactly. Like, she's not having sex with herself, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, they were all doing the same thing, but it was deemed as worse. Yeah. Because she's a female. And, like, automatically, she's, like, slut-shamed and all of that stuff. And, like, don't get me wrong. Obviously, like, you know, you know you've got to keep yourself to yourself at, like, sometimes. You shouldn't, you know, you know, roam around the streets just doing whatever with everyone. But at the same time, if that is what you want to do, then if you're a female, then you just do it without having to have, like, backlash. Because... A lot of guys don't have that. Yeah, and I feel like when she was portrayed of going in the house, it was kind of like, oh, yeah, she's evil. She's come here to tempt the yeah. boys. But then if a guy comes in, it's like, wait, a new guy, a new yes. lad. And there's it's just, just always so much competition. Like Adam, the one that was like really, really like... He was awful, wasn't he, on the show? He was great entertainment. See? I loved watching him. But then if you think about it, look at the relationships that have actually kind of lasted. Like, <laughs> I think I saw something on Twitter and it was like, just go and get your man and Literally. be happy. Because <laughs> it worked for me. 
Megan and Wes, and mm-hmm. it worked for um, Kaz, Kaz and Josh. Josh. And they came in there and kind of just mixed up the whole see everything. Because yeah. like Kaz can be seen as a home wrecker, yeah. like you know, in the Love Island setting. She really <laughs> wasn't. She literally went in, went on the diet, and really liked this guy. But yep. she was seen as a home wrecker. And if she was a male, yep. she would not have been seen in the same light. Of they would have been not. like, oh no, how sweet, how romantic. He's just going shooting his shot. Don't know about you, but don't you find like there's just this pressure to be like overly sexualized. Like, in order to just get to the next step, like... 100%. I know building your followers on social media is really important as a presenter, as, like, getting out there. Yep. you know, if you've got a good following, then you're more likely to get jobs, get booked. Obviously, it's not always the case, but it happens a lot. Yeah. So it's like, if you post, like, a normal photo, just of your face... A couple likes here and there. Yeah, a couple, couple comments. Likes. You look do, nice. Do one in your body and... Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> 500 DMs. <laughs> just loads. Literally. Your likes will pretty much double. Wow, so do I really need to now post my tits and my ass just to get like some sort of like interest in my presenting like doesn't that just sound so backwards yeah and I feel like you get judged because also everyone looks at you differently say if you do want to post like a bikini photo because yeah. you've been on holiday and you look good <laughs> you're like I work for this like You're speaking I'm gonna... from experience <laughs> well now that I've seen your Instagram <laughs> however everyone's going to be like oh what your Instagram's so scandalous like, whoa. I feel like boys love Girls that are like half naked, showing 100%. the body. That's who they like. That's Insta baddies. Literally. But then when it, they meet someone, they're like, oh no, you can't do that. They expect you to dress as a nun. Yep. And it's like they contradict <laughs> themselves so much. And it's so frustrating. It's so true. Like, oh, we want a girl that's like, you know, keeps herself to herself, covered up and things of that nature. But then your likes are saying otherwise because you're liking this stripper's photo, that artist's photo, and the photo's her half naked. And it's just like... Don't get me wrong, girl, if you're feeling yourself, do what you need to do. But at the end of the day, it's just like, it's a shame that like in order to get noticed and to like progress in your career, you have to do that. You have to do that. Because there's been times I'm just thinking, ah, damn, girl, you could really be at 10K followers if you just post nude every day. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you just show like, the titties. Show the titties <laughs> and just get it done and just, you'll reach a 10K and delete the photos and pretend like they never existed. Yeah, because there are so many female presenters that I know in the industry now <laughs> that, well, they're not like big, big, but, mm-hmm. you know, they're out there. They're out there doing in, their yeah, thing. They're yeah. out there doing their thing. And some of them actually became presenters through just being an insta baddie. And I think that's a bit like, wow, okay. It's like, so what about the rest of us then? So where do we fit in, yeah, in this? Because when you have the um, people that are really talented. Yeah, no and, one cares. You know, yeah, no one cares. <laughs> Literally, if when we put our podcast up, I'm pretty sure if we put like a naughty photo, yep. not even like naughty, naughty. <laughs> I love that word, naughty. <laughs> <laughs> we would not do that. I'm just putting that out there. So disclaimer. You put, <laughs> disclaimer, we don't do naughty <laughs> But say if we did a photo of us both wearing really tight dresses yep. or leotards or whatever, it'd get a lot more interaction oh, than our faces of would. Course. And it's not even saying that you're ugly. It's just, it, <laughs> it just does better. <laughs> you know what, right? I, like, a statement like that, I should actually take personal, but it's got to the point where it's just like, it's the truth. Like, a picture of us smiling in a shop, like, yeah, or smiling on the street, like, you know, we don't want to see it. Nobody cares. We don't want to see you smile. We want to see your tits. We want to see your ass. Just like, <laughs> no, but oh. I actually want to ask you the question of have right. you ever had to compromise your morals to get have somewhere? I? Or do you feel that you've been in a position? I've never had to go to the extent of being in that position in the first place. Does that make sense? Like, there's been times where it's like, oh, do you want to meet up for like, I don't know dinner or whatever but it's just like mm, this just doesn't sit right with me so I think 
I've luckily not been at the point where I'm at the crossroad itself where like I'm in the person's room and then you know what I mean like I think it's more so like the conversation has stayed left yeah <laughs> and then at that point I'm like mm. you can't just suss it out and yeah you I suss it out and I'm like actually I'm all right, you know, yeah. if I see you, I see you type thing. I think what's worse is in the industry and, yeah. you know, you're having a normal conversation and they're like, we've got this opportunity for you, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And then if I start saying, let's go for drinks or yeah. whatever. But also, that's actually another point. Males go for drinks to yeah. discuss business, but we can't, as a female, you can't go out with another male in the industry just for drinks. No. Nope. I feel like it's just really hard because I feel like maybe they'd have other ideas in their head. Mm-hmm. And even if they didn't, people would see you as like, oh, you know, she's sleeping her way to the top. Even oh, if you're gosh, literally yeah. just going for a harmless drink. Like you literally just want to go for a drink. Yeah, and like, I think that's ugh. so frustrating because so many opportunities, like they come from like just, you know, sitting down, having yeah. a chat and getting to know the person. Like networking, you know? Yeah, like networking. networking. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Like, would you say you've been in a position where you've had to, like, you know, compromise anything? Well, I haven't ever compromised anything myself. And it's annoying that you can see a company, you think, oh, you know, I really want to be a part of this. Yeah. But you just have to, you have to be careful and you have to just think. If they say something, you have to be like, wait, what do they actually mean? Oh, 100%. Even, like, if we just take it, like, in a workplace, sometimes it's like, hmm... Did he just overstep the boundary? But it's like, oh, I can't really say anything because he's a colleague or maybe he's a manager or he's like someone in a position where you can't say much because it's just awkward. But it's like, as females, we should be comfortable enough to speak out when we feel like someone has taken advantage of us. And yeah. it can, it may not necessarily be physical or like, you know, too like forward. It can just be the slightest thing. Like, I don't know, he comes behind you in a certain way. Yeah, or like touches you a certain yeah, way. Yeah, touches like, you a certain yeah. way or like compliments you too much. And it's just like, okay, is this work or like something else? A gentleman's club? Like, what is this? <laughs> what is this? Yeah. No, it's true. And like, I feel like males don't really have that issue. Well, I suppose there are probably women in power who probably do that it's also easier for men in high positions to assert themselves in the way that they want to and not be like you know perceived as being like really bossy and really rude oh he's just being a guy you know what i mean whereas if a girl was to you know assert herself in a certain way and be really sure of herself oh she has an attitude yeah she's got you know she's too much sass yeah oh she's sassy i hate that word obviously you expect it to have kids and get married i think that's almost looked on like for say if you see a woman and she's just working really hard on her Mm -hmm. career and she's in her 30s and she's just she's concentrated on her career everyone kind of looks at you like wait don't you need to be having like a baby soon where's your husband exactly you've seen someone but if it's a guy it's like oh yeah he's so determined he's amazing he's doing this because the thing is like with being a female in the industry because entertainment is like it's like a 24 hour business it's not like you know clock in 95 it's like it's an ongoing thing so it's like sometimes there is like it's, it's difficult to find a balance between trying to start a family and like doing that whole traditional thing and then you also want to you know do your business and actually get your career going and Build something for yourself. As girls, it's kind of hard to have both. We're not looking to have kids anytime soon. Oh, gosh, no. But I feel like there's pressure on getting pregnant. And yeah. I, I'd, like, be stressed to go on leave, like a maternal leave, oh like gosh, full pregnancy yeah. leave. I'd be stressed because I'd be like, can you come back? Can you get a job? Yeah. You have to take time off. And mm-hmm. say if you don't, say if you have a baby and then you want to get straight back to work, mm. people are like, oh, but your baby, you've yeah. been a bad mother. And your body. Yeah, and your body, because your body completely changes, and yeah. especially in the media industry, when it sadly it is so focused on yeah. your looks. And it's like, I, it's so annoying when I see pictures in like certain publications and like it's of a pregnant celebrity, and it's like, oh, her face is fat, her this, it's like, she's pregnant. And then now I think to myself, like, wow, like, 
do I need to have all my stuff together now because when I'm a mother, I don't I, I don't know if I'll be able to juggle both. Like it's like I have this pressure to yes. get it all done now. That's it. <laughs> I was literally just about to say that. I feel like you're given more pressure because obviously we don't want, we won't know what it's like to be pregnant and the stresses and yeah. all that. And, and obviously your kid will be your world. Yeah. But there's more pressure and it's it's a shame that you can't have a kid and be like yeah. career focused because people will look down on you and think mm. you're not really a good mother when you are. People will think that you're trying to like put your career first before your kids. And it's yeah. not like you don't care about your kids or anything or your family. You just want both. Yeah, and you wanna, you're just trying to make a better future for your kid. Yeah. And why can't you still really love your career? Honestly. <laughs> like you're not like neglecting the kid. It's okay. There's so many examples of women that have done both. But I think it's nice that you've got other celebrities that are having babies later and they're yeah. being like, you know what, I can still do this. Like Kim Kardashian is still basically like running the world. Oh, or the honestly. media world. <laughs> Come on, And she's yeah. got three kids now. Yeah, even um, Chloe. Yeah. She just had a baby. She's what? mid-30s and she's doing like loads of stuff now so it, i think it is nice but again they're like one in a million yeah and, and they're rich yeah and they're really rich and they've got like a massive following yeah and they've got help so yeah. our point is get rich and get help but, <laughs> but basically yeah basically but um you actually touched on a topic that i really want to touch on uh-huh. and it's about seeing someone in the industry and yeah. they have a bit of a following uh-huh. you're seeing like no matter how successful you are, mm-hmm. you're always seen as their girlfriend. And then you're also seen as, oh, she's going, she's dating him to get more famous. Yep. So I feel like you even get more pressure on who you date. Like, we girls cannot literally, we can't get a break. It's like, bitch can't get a break. you've got two sides to this. You date someone who's famous and, you know, in the public eye, whatever, whatever career is, it could be a footballer, it could be a rapper, artist, whatever. Oh my God, you know, gold digger. She's a wag. Wag, this, is and that. And then you've got the other side, where if you date someone who's like less lesser than you, then that is also a problem too. Yeah, for example, like celebrities that and they're dating just like normal. Yeah, like it's, it even sounds weird saying normal, normal people because they're not normal. They just have ordinary jobs. Ordinary jobs, and they're like, oh, that's that's weird. They're yeah. such a good person. Yeah, and it's like, no, you can date who you want to date. And I think it's difficult because as a girl, you automatically, like, historically speaking, you always get tied to who your husband, boyfriend, the guy you're with is. Even, um, I noticed this because, you know, Kim Porter, the ex-wife of P. Diddy that just mm-hmm. recently passed on? In the papers and, like, all over, the, like, media, they still refer to her as P. Diddy's ex-wife. It's always going to be that way, and it's so shame. It's like, she's her own person. It's just like, one, like, she was a model firstly. Like, she was actually a really big model, mm. but it's just like... The fact that she's still getting addressed as so-and-so's ex-wife and it's just like, give her, put some respect on it. Yeah, put a little bit of respect. Come on, come on. on. But it's like, for example, Maya Jamma, like she was actually presenting before Stormzy Blue. However, she's always seen as Stormzy's girlfriend. girlfriend. And it's a bit like, really? (sighs) Like, can you not date who you want to date? Because if not, you're always going to get compared and just be seen as their girlfriend. Yeah. That's it. I feel like you could be be really high in your Mm -hmm. career, but if you date someone that's a bit more like more dominant or more in the industry you're always going to be like oh yeah that's so-and-so's girlfriend and i feel like even just having siblings in the industry for example Gigi and bella hadid like bella's always compared to her sister like yeah is she doing this is she bigger than her who's taking over who there's always some sort of like competition and it's like it doesn't have to be like that that's what i don't like i feel like in the in the media industry in general women are always put against each other for example when it comes to artists there's how many amazing male rappers. Mm-hmm. However, there can only be one queen yep. when it comes to a female rapper. Like, look at the um, Nicki Minaj and Cardi B 
why are they tearing themselves down? All they need to do is come together and do an awesome tune. Like, that's all we want. Right, guys, do you, are you hearing this? <laughs> if you look at all the American talk shows, you have Jimmy Fallon, James Corden. Oh, my gosh, um, yes. Lewis, I don't know. But um, there, there's so many male... Jay Leno. Yeah, there's so many, like, male... Jimmy Kimmel, sorry. Yeah, no, I'm sure we don't know what. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> they are really good. But there's so many male talk show hosts. However, I only know Ellen, Oprah. She's not about it. She's not doing more. it anymore. Yeah, bro. like, mm, what's her Ellen? name? Wendy Williams. She just talks like crap. Crap. Basically. <laughs> like, I love it, but she talks crap. So that's it. There actually is only Ellen. And it's like, why isn't there loads of female like yeah. talk show hosts and the thing is don't it's not even questioned people aren't like oh no but this is the best show yeah they, they don't care they'll, they'll happily give more and more shows so true and i've also noticed that like for shows they'll happily have like two male presenters and then they'll never really have like two female presenters that's so true so many male duos like dick and dom and and dick there's so many there's however so many. can you name me one female duo no there none. actually isn't one and it's like why and, like, even um, if they are going to have, like, duos, like, where the female's involved, it'll be, like, a female and a guy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it'll mm. be a, a guy and a girl. And I feel like it's always going to be, the girl's always going to be at the back a little. It's always yeah. going to be the male that's the dominant one that leads it all. And also with that, I've even realised that it doesn't even matter what age you are as a guy. Because, like, um, Strictly Come Dancing, Bruce Forsyth. He, how old and was Tess he? Daly. Literally, it's insane. You would never see... What's her name, Tess Daly? Yeah, I yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You wouldn't, you'd never see an eight, like, no, you'd never see a lady that was, like, 89 years old no. on TV. Oh, gosh, no. And then, that's no. So bad, but when it's a guy, they can just get away with yeah. anything. They can have loads of like shows. Yeah. They can have like be whatever age they want. Mm-hmm. It like doesn't Alan matter what. Yeah, and it doesn't say. even matter what they look like. For example, like I love James Corden, but again, if there was like a woman that was like, if there was a female version of him, she would not be as big. Oh, hundred percent not. And like even going back to like, um, you know how we were talking about the Nicki Minaj Cardi B fight, and then how they brought in Little Mix. Speaking of Little Mix, I remember Jesse. Um, in Little Mix, who has you know she's um, one of the artists, one of the members, one yeah. of the members who obviously has a bit more curves. She's gorgeous, by the way. Re- like honestly, gorgeous, but had so much backlash Stick, yeah. about you know her shape, her body, her this and that because obviously the, the other three members so, like, are they were slim, so you know? slim, yeah. But it's just like it's funny because now having big bum, big thighs is the thing. Like so, it's like even these like trends of like how our bodies should be are always going to change anyway yeah. and for example ariana grande like i yeah. respect her so much because i feel like she's got so much money that she could have done whatever she wants to look mm. how she wants to look yeah and then she could have made herself look like one of the kardashians and mm. get massive but she doesn't care and she's literally embracing her natural body yeah. and i feel like that is so amazing and i understand why she has so many fans because that's not like that doesn't happen there's so many people in the industry that change themselves for example chloe from geordie shaw i don't know if you know oh, but yeah. like, she's like a different person like, she's literally built her body literally and this is all because of the pressure that's been put on mm-hmm. her guys don't ever do that no. you don't ever hear about guys going under operations that are like life-threatening obviously there are some that they you know, do that yeah, yeah. That, you know but it's not that common but a girl getting a Brazilian bum lift because she feels pressured that her yeah. bum's not big enough is so common. And it's like BBLs are such a thing now. Like it's it's like oh yeah, I'm just nipping to Turkey to get my BBL. Like it's so casual. Like yeah, not gonna lie. Even I've looked it up just to see just to see what it's about. Like not <laughs> like I would ever go under the knife because it's like come on. Like that's now like my life at risk. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I even know what a BBL is, like I shouldn't even know what it is. You Wait, know what I, I mean? I didn't know until you carried on that. Chat. I was like, what's a BBL? I thought you was talking about the Drake song. Oh no, <laughs> I'm not. Gonna- so for those that don't know what a BBL is, it stands for Brazilian butt lift. Yeah, I realised after we carried on, I was like, oh yeah. 
<laughs> but it's true but though. See, the fact that I even know the procedures, like girls are vlogging it. Yeah. Like, is oh that real? I actually watch like plastic surgery vlogs. Yeah, same. Because they're so addictive. And that, that's even a problem in itself, the fact that yeah. now it's not even like a, you know, like plastic surgery used to be like a mysterious a taboo. world. Like, oh, have you got your lips done? Girl, no. no. Like Now it's like, hey guys, welcome yeah. to my channel. Today, I'm going to be taking you with me to my new plastic surgeon yeah. that I found. I'm going to put all the all the details yeah. in the description all the below. description's down below. Like, you want to get a discount? Put my code yeah. in. Oh my God, the fact there's like plastic surgery discounts. Like, what even is this world? And it's like it's becoming so normalized and so popular, like to the point where it's just like it's so difficult not to be pressured. And I don't think there's ever gonna be a stage where it I just think it's gonna get worse yeah. for women. I generally and it's so sad, but I generally do. Have you ever felt pressured to change your body? Yeah, one hundred percent. Like I felt so much pressure from like seeing all these amazing, perfect images on social media. Yeah. And I used to because before when I was a kid, I'd be like, Oh yeah, I've always wondered what that like what that job is when mm -hmm. people are on TV presenting. Yeah. But I never even considered it because I was one, I was too shy and also yeah. I didn't think I was pretty enough. Yeah. yeah and the yeah, fact yeah. is like they wouldn't like I suppose maybe some guys do go through this, but it's not really a thing. If they wanna go and present, they don't care. It doesn't present. matter what they look like. But oh for gosh, females, so you actually have to be like, wait, can I even get booked? Will people even so like true. me? Or if you do, because obviously it doesn't like people are getting out there that mm -hmm. aren't conventionally pretty, mm -hmm. but you have to work extra harder. And then you also have to have like something else that yeah. kind of matches it. So you have to be really funny. Or like, yes, one hundred. You know, have that comedic factor about you, or you have to be extremely quirky, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then, and even though you've got all that, you still get all the slander, and you still yeah. get all the the heat. Gender slander. pay gap is real. It really is real. The Oscars. It's so sad that it's two thousand eighteen, nearly two thousand nineteen, and this is still an issue. And people, the highest people, like Meryl Streep, even she was talking about it. Like, she's like the highest of the high when you come to yeah. actresses or actors. However, they like to mm -hmm. see themselves now. Um, yeah. However, she's still not being paid fairly, and it's a bit like these are Hollywood stars. Mm -hmm. So it's just like the the really it really does exist, yeah. and I don't know how we're gonna change it. And it's awful that it does happen. And it's like you wouldn't know what your colleague is earning because it's taboo to talk about yeah. as well. Unless unless they blame, unless you stumble across a document which says what how much they earn, but you wouldn't know. Why are they paid more? I just don't understand. Like, I generally don't understand. What do they do that women don't do? Thank you. Like, do they Preach have period it. pains? Do they oh have menstrual God. cycles? Like, I generally don't understand. Do they carry kids for nine yeah. months? <laughs> I don't get why oh they'd get gosh. paid more. Preach it, sister. And I just hope that I'm not in a situation where, like, say I have, like, a fellow co-host and he's, like, you know, getting paid, like, double the amount that I am and we're doing the exact same job. Mm. Pick turning up to the same place like that would be an issue yeah i remember i was um i was listening to an interview and they actually said a point that really hit me like guys aren't scared to ask for more yeah as a woman you are and it, i don't know what it is and i don't know why but i know that's for me that's 100 the case like yeah. guys don't care they'll ask for it even if they get shut down mm -hmm. who cares they'll ask one of my friends basically he applied for a job that he had no experience for he lied in the interview and he got the job and he blagged his way through. Wow. And he said stuff and they just never thought to check. See? And it's like, I don't know if that would be the same if a female did it. See? But I just don't think it would be. And us girls, it's like, we'd be like, oh, we're not quite the fact. We, we start doubting ourselves, doubt ourselves really, really fast. But guys tend to just get on with it. At the end of the day, I feel like as women in the industry, we just need to keep going, keep making sure that we know are worth yeah and don't try and demoralize yourself for an opportunity nope. because at the end of the day 
it's not worth it. Nope. And there will be another girl that will get it and you might see them doing bits and be like, mm-hmm. oh, darn, I should have got that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should have got that. But no, you're better off just keeping your morals mm-hmm. and just keep going and wait for an opportunity where you don't have to compromise what you believe in. I think another problem that I've just, you know, thought of is like networking and how to do it correctly when you're female. Oh my gosh, because if you speak to a guy, you're moving to them. <sighs> or and most likely they're moving to you. So we went to this branded event and... You know, we were speaking to everybody, chatting, and then we came out. Like we, me and Nana at this point, we were tired. We we're like, we just need our bed. We want to yeah. sleep. It wasn't like a an event where it's like party, party, party. It was just like a calm. Yeah, vibe. it was very calm. Yeah. I don't know if I'd go to one again. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, it was quite <laughs> calm. Very much the word. Yeah. Yeah. So we left, and then some of the guys came up to us, and we thought, okay, we'll chat to them for a bit. Especially two of the people Nana knew. So we thought, you know what? Let's just talk to them. Cool. And then more and more started to gather like <laughs> I felt like the pigeon lady and <laughs> it was a Literally gang though. around like us a gang there was a, a gang. Good, like seven guys two girls just here like we're trying like, to like navigate a conversation and the thing is with me and Naomi like we're naturally friendly yeah so we're nice so we don't know when to put that like limit of okay when do we now stop yeah, talking we're trying to end it and it's yeah. all good until it's like so what are you doing after what are you saying like, yeah where are you so going? You, yeah it's like them <laughs> They look down and they look at the lips like, what are you saying? I'm like, no, I'm saying nothing. <laughs> Goodbye. Like, what I'm saying is I'm trying to go home. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Oh, like, you lot going so going so early. Yeah. I got work in the morning. <laughs> I don't know about you. Yeah, and it's like, oh, you're tired. Oh. Like, no. <laughs> no. Unprofessional. Like, it's not okay. <laughs> It's, it's not okay. <laughs> like it's and the thing is, it's so intimidating as well. Yeah. Because it's like you got you got two minds, right? You're like, right. If I now be rude to these guys, they're gonna paint a picture of me like, oh yeah, that they're girl, rude. she's rude. They're it's rude. Like, no, blah, we blah, just blah. don't want to get hit on. We just don't want to get hit on. Not because it's nothing to do with them, like them as like personally. It's just that we personally, <laughs> we're tired. We're tired. We we know this conversation isn't worth my time. And I feel like most most of the times where males come up to you to network. Ugh. It's never networking. Like, or even if they network, then they'll slide into your DMs yep. after. Like, mate, can I not just meet you and be your friend? Thank you. Like, and the thing is, it can even start off like, oh, you know, industry, industry, business, business. And then I remember like at that same event, and then, you know, we're talking about, you know, future goals, this and that. Oh, yeah, so yeah, do you have a man? Where? Where is this? What? <laughs> what? Why are we now talking about my personal yeah. life? Like, what the hell is this? I... We're talking about... You know, this event here and photography, this and, and then the next thing, you know, oh yeah, that's cool. Anyway, yeah, so do you have a match? It's what? like they just weren't even listening or in their head, they were just counting down when's susceptible to let it in. Yeah, I've had enough. I'm fed up of meeting people and then them just move to you after or they'll move to you then. It's just, it's one of those. And I feel like also when you're talking to guys, people will be like, oh yeah, you, you're talking to all those guys, mm. blah, blah. It's like, no, we're trying to network. If there's more males in a building than oh females, of course I'm going to talk to more males. You've said it. Because it can also come across like, say it's the same event. Mm-hmm. Us two were pretty much well, one of the few girls really yeah, talking the, to all the guys. Yeah. And then you have like side eyes from girls like, oh, yeah, like, oh look, at them. look at them. And it's like, girl, we're just here. just Yeah, we're here to dance just, and get some drinks yeah, and go. Yeah, literally, like, that is it. Ugh. Yeah, and it's just, it is actually quite stressful. This is on the flip side, kind of tr- contradictory, but sometimes guys are easier to approach. You know yeah. what I mean? Especially if there's like a group of girls. For example, I think 
we were actually walking past some girls and then I think one of them like randomly side-eyed one yeah, of us. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like, why? Like, why even like, is that a thing? That's it with guys. You don't ever have that awkward, mm, you know. Oh, like, look at him. Yeah, you know what I mean? It might just, just be like looking at the trainers and that's about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. They don't really think like that. Yeah. And it's just, it is, sometimes it can be easier. It's going to be a long journey, but we're on it with you. We hope this helped you. And I hope if you're listening, you're ever thinking, okay, what path shall I go down? Or I've got an opportunity, but... I'm being asked to compromise my values. Don't do it. Like, I see mm-hmm. so many, especially when you start the industry, it's so hard. Yeah, but it's a catch-22. It's just not worth it. Mm-hmm. And it's a shame because I'm seeing so many girls go through it and then they're actually sticking to their mouth, like, the morals and being like, this is not fair and it isn't fair. It's not fair. Life isn't fair. Yeah, we really need to stick together and don't feel like you have to do things and don't ever feel pressured. Like, yeah. I've been in situations where, I, like, I've, someone's attempted to, like, pressure me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, like, don't let really it happen. <laughs> yeah, just because you're in the industry or, like, or, like you're well-known. Mm-hmm. Just don't give in and hold to your values. At the end of the day, you will not regret anything. Trust me. And the thing is, it's like, imagine you doing something with a guy where his fame ends the next day. Because this industry is so up and down. Yeah. One minute someone's popping, the next minute they're, they're not. Yeah. So the next minute they're cancelled, and it's just like, and then the next, or the next minute it's like an allegation against them. And imagine, like, you just can't, you just don't want to risk it. So just literally stay true to yourself, and that's that's what me and Naomi are trying to do. And hopefully, you know, you know, like things do work out in the end for us. And things are gonna work out for us, and it's gonna work out for you. So yeah. stick to your values and stick your morals, because at the end of the day, you won't ever be like. Man, I wish I did that. You'd yeah. be like, thank God I didn't do, do that. that. Uh, so we really hope you enjoyed that episode. Please give it a heart. Yep, heart on SoundCloud. Make sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Yes. And um, make sure to follow us on our social media. I'm at underscore this is Nana. I'm Naomi Julian underscore. And that was today's podcast. So we really hope you enjoyed. Bye. Bye.